Asia Pacific currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Good morning, good morning listeners and that's right, it's Asia Pacific Currents. My name is Pierre Morrow and as always this week's program is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. And of course it's Radiothon time folks out there. Every year we get to this stage in, um, in June where we ask you to support this station. So basically if you're um, listening to it and you like it then uh, don't forget to donate. It costs about... $90 for every hour of this radio to make and um, our program for the the radio has already started uh, next week it will be the weekday programs and um, next Saturday it's going to be our Radiothon program so uh, start putting your um, coins away and uh, we look forward to having some, um, some donations and uh, our target uh, forget it's either twelve hundred or fourteen hundred dollars for our show, so it's a big target. But um, we've managed to get it, um, listeners, with your support. So um, we'll look forward to again um, next week. But on this week's program, we'll have the um, usual roundup of uh, news items from the region. And in the second half of the program, you'll be hearing um, an interview I did uh, recently with Daniel Matthews who's an organiser with the Maritime and Transport Union of PNG, on the situation of workers uh, in Papua New Guinea and um, around um, more specifically about his union. And he was here for the ACTU Congress, which was um, here in Melbourne just last week. But um, we'll go straight into um, the um, the news items. And, um, of course, if you want to know more about more about these new news items or any other news, you can go to our website, which is aawl.org.au, uh, or go to our Facebook page, Australia Asia Worker Links, and um, you can um, you can read more about them. Um, these will probably will be put up um, tomorrow night, but we've got a whole uh, stack there already on a number of other issues. But our first uh, story takes us to Indonesia, where Indonesian electronics workers are fighting union busting by uh, the global company. Hundreds um, of workers employed by the global technology company Philips have gone on strike on Batam Island in Indonesia over the company's um, sacking of uh, union members. Um, workers had registered a new union this year and in response to their companies has pressured every individual worker not to join the union and has actually dismissed 83 union members. The, the dismissed workers have had great support from the remaining employees with the union signing up hundreds more members in the last month alone. Now, Philips, as an organisation, it's a big global organisation, employs well over 100,000 workers around the the world. And um, industrial action by these workers will actually be the most effective solidarity action in order to stop union busting in Indonesia and getting all the SAC workers reinstated. So if there's any um, Philips workers... uh, 
um, listening um, to this uh, uh, program and you think, how do I support my um, fellow uh, workers in Indonesia that are also employed by Philips and being um, sacked for union activities? Well, take industrial action and uh, at your site. We now go to um, to Bangladesh, where we've just had um, news that, encouraging news, the owner of the Rana Plaza building has been charged for the murder of over a thousand one hundred workers. Actually, I don't think it's been charged for all of them, but it's been charged for lots of them. Uh, obviously, people have um, would know the, the the Rana Plaza collapsed over two years ago. The new development has only come about because of the constant pressure and campaigning by um, by workers and activists both in Bangladesh and internationally. Given the power and influence the garment industry has in Bangladesh, though, pressure needs to be maintained to be sure that the dead and injured workers receive justice. We go um, nearby to China now for our third item. Now, as, as reported previously a number of times on this program, workers in China are becoming more and more ready to take actions to defend their interests. Recently released labour statistics show that over the last five years, there has been an ever-increasing number of strikes in China. In addition, the experience of taking industrial action is sparing, spurring workers to be uh, to be a part of the decision-making structures of the union and not be just passive observers. It is um, in this uh, light, in, the, in this spirit, that on the 26th anniversary of the Tiananmen crackdown in Beijing, the Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Unions has launched an appeal for greater workers' rights in China. Three CR. Always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. And it's, uh, that's right, 3CR Radio. And again, I'll, I'll just keep uh, advertising the fact that uh, we're in Radius on time. And so um, it is uh, a question that we will ask you money. And um, next week, it's our Radiothon show here for Asia Pacific Currents. Um, but um, going, continuing with our, with our um, roundup of the news, as um, most people in Melbourne would know, um, um, last week that was a planned demonstration by fascists in Melbourne, and um, we'd actually announced it last week on the and the sh- on the show. But certainly for um, international listener who might be listening to this on the podcast or on um, or live on the internet in Australia, there is now a concerted effort by far-right and fascist forces to organise and become a serious political movement. Um, Last Sunday, hundreds of Labour and anti-fascist demonstrators organised a counter-demonstration to stop the the new organisation called United Patriots Front.
fronts from taking over the streets of an inner city suburb. A uh, Richmond for the Melbourne listeners. History shows that in times of economic crisis, far-right and fascist groups are encouraged by sections of the ruling class to um, to grow and um, to um, to be used against opponents. Labor groups and unions have historically been one of the main targets of fascism, as workers' organisations represent the strongest force that can defeat fascism and the politics of austerity and exploitation. Obviously, again, as most uh, Victorian or Australian listeners would know, that um, the uh, Reclaim Australia, the United Patriot Fronts and uh, whatever splinter group they've created are actually organising a whole new series of rallies throughout Australia culminating, culminating in the weekend of the 18th and 19th of, uh, of July and there'll certainly be um, counter demonstrations for that. If you go to our website you'll be able to see um, um, links to the organisations which are organising against these people. Now we stay in uh, Australia and um, unfortunately the situation um, for refugees and asylum seekers in Australia is just seemingly getting worse and worse. Just when you think it can't get worse, the government comes up with even worse uh, policies. And um, and um, and not just here, but of course regionally. You know, um, the the government's uh, attitude towards the Rohingyas um, refugees and the Bengali refugees stuck on the boats um, in Southeast Asia um, has been widely um, reported. Now, the news um, this week came out that a that a boat that was turned back from Australia almost sank on the way to Indonesia and um, managed to run aground on um, one of the outer islands of um, eastern Indonesia. The um, now the government now wants to make it illegal for health and welfare workers to spe- to speak out about the hellholes of Manus and Nauru, and I think they want to um, put a two-year imprisonment uh, uh, charge um, uh, if um, anyone speaks out about the conditions, as well as giving almost unlimited powers to the guards in the t- in these detention camps. So it's basically um, creating a real concentration camp. Also this week, the Australian government, which in what can only be described as state-sanctioned people trafficking, has managed to um, transport four refugees from Nauru to Cambodia. Um, That's a a, a very tragic um, and sad story um, that basically the government has uh, managed to uh, literally in one um, um, hand to to repress these people, but then also to bribe them to actually um, force to Cambodia. Hey, this is Nick from Pinyao. You're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you.
ago, I thought that was actually going to be an announcement about uh, uh, encouraging you to donate for Radiothon. In some ways, it, it, it is. It's actually the phones ringing at um, 3CR Radio for when people ring to donate. I think it's a, it's a, um, it doesn't quite get the message totally across, but that's all right. I've actually um, completed the, the message. But anyway, we're um, 12 past 9 o'clock here on 3CR Radio. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia-Asia Worker Links. The, um, in, uh, we go now to Korea. We're following the week of actions from late April to early May. South Korean workers are still fighting on many fronts. The widespread use of irregular contracts, casualization, and intense work pressures are continuing to claim workers' lives through workers killing themselves. In addition, wages are not keeping up with the cost of living, with a minimum wage set for the cost of living um, um, of unmarried worker living alone. This places incredible strain on workers with families, with levels of personal debt increasing. During the last couple of months, there have been constant action by dismissed workers of the Hydus Electronics Company. Actions have included travelling to Taiwan, where part of the company has its headquarters, and to forge links with local workers. So it's a great... um, um, well, it's unfortunate they've had to do that, the workers, but it's a great display of uh, international organising and action in, uh, um, shown by these workers. So we wish them all the best. Our last story, we go to West Asia, where the ongoing occupation of Palestinian lands by the Israeli government generates continuing opposition by Palestinian. This in turn leads, uh, has led to thousands of Palestinians to be arrested, many under the all-encompassing administrative detention legislation. Even when in jail, Palestinians continue their struggle for their freedom and for the liberation of Palestine. Many of the prisoners rely on extensive support groups to look after their family and their case. The use of hunger strikes is one of the few avenues that prisoners have to fight back. So that's the end of our news roundup for the um, for the week. It's um, just on um, 14 past 9 o'clock. We'll have a very quick community announcement and then we'll be back with the interview that I did um, um, earlier or late last month with Daniel Matthews from the Maritime Transport Union of PNG. Three CR. What are you supposed to do? Community radio. Eight five five. I am. I started by asking uh, Daniel Matthews um, about the general situation for workers in Papua New Guinea. We have so much uh, projects that that's coming up in Papua New Guinea with the LNG and uh, mines, and that has created a lot of jobs, heaps of jobs. But the working condition of the workers are nowhere near to to what's here in Australia. We we have people that are working, but we don't have a lot of unions that cover or that can uh, fight for their rights like here in Australia. We have uh, mining unions, we have uh, fisheries, fish cannery, general labor, uh, shop assistants. Some of these these groups don't even have unions in in Papua New Guinea. 
and the minimum wage in Papua New Guinea is tricky enough, 50 an hour. That's about $1.20 an hour. That, that is and a very low minimum wage. Very low, that's right. Now that's, that's been achieved uh, this year after unions uh, begin to, to speak, begin to campaign to, to, to workers, begin to do recruitment to, to unions, organizing and campaigning. Uh, the, government ex- the government took on the minimum wage, and that's where we are right now. The, the issue, it would seem, from what you've just said, is that the unionization rate is very low. But do you think that um, unions are increasing in size or the situation is very difficult for organizing workers still? The unions in, in Papua New Guinea, very true, are uh, very small. But we, we're doing our best with uh, help and assistance from uh, the ILO, ACTU here, and the uh, special mention of Maritime uh, Union of Australia. We have uh, union delegates come down here for training on uh, organizing campaigns, and we're trying to organize the workforce in the country. Uh, I believe in future we will have bigger unions, stronger unions. We don't have uh, the internet like iPads and mobile phones as as a luxury like here. You know, back at home you you need to go to your tribe, man. You need to go to your clan. You need to you need to find people on the road to speak to them, to speak to, to find out if their mother or their father or their brother or sisters are working at sea or, and if they're unionized or not. Then we go from there and we, we talk to them about union. We talk to them about getting together to form a bigger voice so we can fight for our rights. Are, are the unions in PNG united? Do, the, do you work together well, or are there different federations and there is a lot of competition between the unions? Before, I wouldn't know about before. I joined the union move, movement in uh, 2012, but after the LNG came into existence in Papua New Guinea, we have uh, the unions have really stood together to, to, to fight for, for the workers' rights in the country. At the moment, we have a, there's a group that is called the Coalition for Good Jobs. We have the PNG Maritime and Transport Workers Union, the uh, National Airlines Union, and Energy Workers Union that have joined together and with interest from other unions. We, we share ideas. We, we try to map things out together. We try to identify where we can, we can go in to help our, our workforce in the country. These days we, we're working together unlike before. That sounds um, fantastic because uh, all our listeners would know that the more united we are, the, uh, the stronger we are. So in terms mm. of, of your sector specifically, uh, maritime and also transport, what are the main issues that workers face there? Low wage. We're, we're also fighting for our jobs that have been taken over by foreigners coming to become seafarers, officers in, on ships. So these are things that, that I think have been faced here in Australia, elsewhere in, in, in the world, and we, we were facing the same thing. And we also facing some companies who are, who are not willing to pay higher wages to seafarers at sea, cutting off uh, overtime at sea, 
where health and safety is concerned, there are shipping companies, shipping firms in the country that just don't give a shit about it. So we have those are the issues that are facing our union. But with the help of uh, Maritime Union of Australia and the ITF, Maritime Union of New Zealand, we are achieving things. Maybe not everything, but we're taking one step at a time and achieving things we want to achieve. That's great. And do you have the problems in PNG of the so-called flags of convenience? Yes, we do have some. We do have them. That's right, we do have them. And we also have a local flags, that, I mean, local ships that that apply the same treatment, just like the flags of inconvenience in, in, in Papua New Guinea. And what's the political situation for organising? I mean, certainly here in Australia, not only in Australia, but we know in many other countries, the laws uh, are becoming more strict uh, in terms of what unions can do and how easily we can organise. Is that the same thing in PNG? Yeah. Well, we're facing the same problem there in Papua New Guinea, just like everywhere else. The companies now that just don't want to have anything to do with. If you, if you join up, if you sign up to become a union member, you get the sack. So it's just like everywhere else in in the world. Yes, that's right, and our listeners would uh, would would know that. And and so obviously you've you've come to the ACTU Congress, and obviously some of these uh, themes would be very um, familiar to all all of the other workers at this Congress as well. Yes, yes, that's right. So as a, as a final question, in, um, PNG is really the, um, our nearest uh, neighbour and it's great to hear that you're getting help, uh, advice and training from the MUA and also New Zealand seafarers. But in terms of going forward into the future, in terms of solidarity, what would you like to see? We really need... Trainings in, in Papua New Guinea. We have heaps of people that are yet to be organized. The workplaces are yet to be mapped out. And so far, I think the Mountain Union of Australia has really helped us in, in organizing trainings or our delegate trainings. And, and the same people that the unions face here, the same corporate companies, are the same people in Papua New Guinea. We really need trainings. We really need to, we need the Australian unions to come up and get us on board for training on delegate training, organizing, mapping, so we can go back home and, and do that. I think so far in the country, the only union that has organized us is the PNG Maritime and Transport Workers Union. And that's, that's because of what uh, our sister unions here in Australia have done. Uh, Australian Manufacturers Workers Union, MUA, assistance from uh, New Zealand Maritime Union, uh, ITF, and the funding from ILO. In 2012, we came down for a training in Brisbane, and today we, we do a lot of organizing for, for, for our union. But it, it, it's, it's from my heart that I'd like to ask the Australian unions to, to help us to give us training on mapping, training on organizing, training on how to present union to to people who are never unionized in the country. 
I think some of those issues that you've raised are very, very in, important, Daniel, and uh, certainly um, Australian unions have got a lot of experience in that field. And unfortunately, you know, some of our conditions that we won in the past, uh, we ourselves have lost as well. Mm. So in, in some ways, you know, we have to refight again for the eight-hour day. But um, I think more and more workers everywhere are seeing, as you said, the companies are the same and the fight is the same and the conditions are very much similar. It doesn't matter in which country we are. It's, it's mm. one fight. It's the same fight. That's right. Very true. Thank you very much, um, Daniel, and we wish you all, all the best and certainly um, hope we can keep in touch in the, in the future and, um, and work together more. Thank you very much for having me on, on the show. I really appreciate that. You're listening to 3CR. This is Billy X. Jennings of the Black Panther Party. Power to the people. My name is Mora so. My name is Sinead Yun. We are from Cambodian Food and Service Worker Federation. We are support 3CR Radio, the real voice of the people. Please donate money to 3CR Radio. We're just coming to the end of the program. It's 27 past 9 o'clock and I really do have to give a big apology to all the listeners there. Um, I don't know what happened there with the uh, with the interview, but obviously I uploaded the um, unedited version of the interview I did with Daniel Matthews. So apologies for the first one and a half minutes where obviously you can hear we're just talking about the interview, but I, I hope that um, after you went through over that little hump, um, you did um, uh, keep listening to the interview and actually um, get the gist of what uh, Daniel was, was saying and the very important things that the workers in PNG are facing and some of the solidarity actions that have been uh, carried out and actually can be carried out in the in the future as um, as well. So that was an interview I did with Daniel Matthews the Mar- with the Maritime and Transport Union of uh, Papua New Guinea. Anyway, we're coming to the end of another program of Asia Pacific Currents. Uh, if you want to know about these stories or and other issues, go to our website www.aawl.org or our Facebook page and we've got a Twitter account Um, next week we'll be back as usual but next will be slightly different because it's Radiothon uh, week for us so next uh, Saturday so that's when we'll be asking you for money so um, keep listening for next week as well because that's just as important and um, have a great day my name is Pierre Morrow Um, I'm from Australia Asia Worker Links Um, keep listening to 3CR and the um, Palestine Remembered show, which will be coming up straight after this announcement. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.